0: All right, so let's begin today's daf is number Kov 107. Yesterday was 106. We'll do a review of yesterday's dafkin to today's. Rav Manir Fosh Lehma, Basronia, David Ben Mazal, Michal Aviva Bas Yehudis, Amy Basvora, and all else who need Rafa. Okay, and with that, we're starting our review, continuing with the story of Rav Anon. Rav Anon, as we saw in the end of Kovei, he was involved in a, a situation where he received a gift from a certain person, and he said he was he recused himself from judging, but because of that, he sent him as uh, to a different judge to Rav Nachman, and he told him that he can't judge on this person. So he asked Rav Nachman, should Rav Nachman thought that it was because of that he was some sort of relation to him, and because of that. He put. He felt it would be an honor of the Torah to put his relative up front and judge him first. And because of that extra honor, the other side basically felt, you know, couldn't he couldn't argue his case because he thought that um, he wasn't looking at them in equal footing. And uh, because of that, of Anan used to study regularly with Eliyahu Navi, and uh, that's uh, the Seder Elio, and he taught it to him. And uh, once this happened, so he left, uh, Liyadh refused to see Rav Anand anymore. And uh, Rav Anand fasted and asked, uh, and davined, and finally he came back, and he was frightening in appearance. Um, and he made a box and studied the rest of the time in the box, and that's why we have actually two types of, uh, you know, Seder Eliyahu Rabba and Seder Eliyahu Zutah, because it was to divide between the two times that he was studying with him, the large one and the small one. Um, we have uh, some more stories. Uh, in the years of Rav, Rav Yosef, there was uh, a famine, and the rabbis told Rav Yosef, why are you not davening to stop the famine? So instead of fascinating a lot, he says, look, Elisha never stopped tavening to, fa- to stop the famine, and he had 2,200 students studying with him that were dependent on him. Um, so why is it on me to do that? Now, um, how do you know that's how many students he Because the servant was bringing, there was a, somebody who brought uh, food, it was like 22 portions, and he said, um, um, uh, and he said, uh, how can I feed these uh, to, to 100 people? So he mean uh, 22 portions, for 100 people at a time of famine, it's actually not so bad. It's like a third of a meal. It's actually not crazy. The answer is, is that it's no, no, no. Each of those portions was in front of 100 people. So you do the math 22 times 100, that's 2,200, and that's how many people were relying on him for his meal. Anyway, once we mentioned how big his yeshiva was, which we're not talking about how many students, we're talking about how many students stayed, remained after the shir, living at his house, which is like only a percentage of the students. Anyway, so he had 2,200, Rav had 11,000, I mean 1,200, and then we have Rav Huna who had 800. But uh, it's fascinating that Rav Huna's time is the one that we describe how large the yeshiva was. Um, He had 13 um, people repeating over his shir to different groups so that everyone would be able to hear it because of the mass amount of his students. And when the rabbis would get up from uh, the shir, so they would shake their jackets off it caused a dust storm in the sky and uh, it blocked the sun and in Eretz Yisrael they, were, they, were, they would notice it and they would say Oh Ravuna, must, uh, Ravuna the Babylonian must have finished his year and that's why there's no sun Is out eclipse. eclipse What? Of course not it's possible Sun Crazy far and um, yeah there's dust storms that affect that could be very far away. It's that affect storm. things. Yeah, it's, it's like here we go. What? It wasn't like a pillar of dust. It was like a whole storm. It was like a huge amount. I guess I don't know. They're just shaking off their jackets. I don't know exactly how it happened. Behind your feet in the air. But yeah. Right, but I'm saying it was. We're talking about such a mass amount of people all doing the same thing at Anyway, bottom line is they were able to see it all the way from Eretz Yisrael. Anyway, that was the time of Rafuna. 800 students stayed at his, meet, at his table. Um, um, anyway, uh, by Rabbi and Rav Yosef, it was only 400, and they called themselves, oh, we're, so, we're such orphans, we have half that size. And uh, when and when it was either a baye or a Papa or a Vashi, like the last generation of Amaraim, it was only 200 rabbis that stayed at the table and they called themselves the orphans of the orphans. Anyway... Uh, Rav Radifa said, bar Radifa said in the name of Rav Ami that uh, people checking for blemishes in Yerushalayim would take their wages from the Tumas Salishka. Rav said, said in the name of Shmuel teaching the laws of Shechita to the Qanim. So that was one of the offerings in the Cohen's college um, was Shechita, and uh, they would get wages from the Tumas because obviously you need them to know these things, and Rav Giddos, the name of Rav, that also those teaching kmitza would also be paid uh, from the Trum Salishka. and Rabbi of Hanis, the name of a uh, barbar Hanis, the name of Rabbi Yochanan, that even even though this is really nothing to do with Karbanos, but the people who are uh, Sifrei Torah checkers to make sure that there's no mistakes in Yerushalayim, they also got their wages from Trum Salishka. and that's because. Uh, Chazal, the rabbis at the time realized that people were, you know, they all had their own Torahs to study from. And uh, they were, and it was expensive to check it, make sure that there was no mistakes in it. And because of that, people withheld from doing it. And you're not allowed to even keep a safer Torah that's mistaken in your house. So that's what the issue was. So anyway, um, Rav Nachman said the name of Rav. That uh, women who are weaving um, uh, perochos, they would get their wages from Shum Salishka. That's what he quoted Rav saying. That he himself says, but I say it should come from the country of the Kabbais because it's structural. It's not carbon related. It's structural related. Um, and uh, so the Gemara brought a Raya that uh, it says that the perochos weavers. Um, and uh Lachma makers, the the show bread makers and the bakers, and the spice, uh, the ktoris makers of Besavtinas, all got their wages from Jumaz So what's the deal? So my answer is, he says, that's true for the ones who are at the gates, but the ones, the main Baruches was called Abedekabai which is very interesting. Why should the ones at the gates be less you know, less structural and more Carbon-related. Um, it's just saying it was more for privacy, right? So I guess the shot is is that those were just for privacy of the service. So like to keep it, you know, like it's not, you no, know, you don't want everybody looking in. So that's for the. It, it, it affected the carbon services. Anyway, that was the idea with that. Anyway, um, next thing we said is uh, there were thirteen, right? Because we saw that there were actually thirteen brokers in the Mibta seven for each of the gates, one for each gate, one for the Hechom, one for the Ulam, it's nine, two in the Tvir, and two in the second story. So that's um, that's another four. That's 13. Okay, next we saw is the women who are raising their children to be able to draw the water for the Paratuma. We mentioned this whole thing, this whole Kehila out there, the women would give birth, would go out before they before childbirth, that the child should be born without any question regarding the status of tuma, and they would raise those kids in completely there, not let them leave that area till um, they're uh, old enough and before they hit the age of thirteen that they can bodily have bodily emissions, and they would go and draw the water for the paraduma. Um, you know, on the backs of those donkeys, I don't know if you remember the, or the whatever it was. Anyway, so they, there was no, they're completely always blocked from Tummah. Anyway, bottom line is um, the, the, how they got paid with their wages from Jumas Halishka, but Abishol disagrees said the wealthy women of Yerushalayim made it their business to support them and feed them. Okay. So the Shaila Ravuna asked Rav, and this has kept us busy for the rest of the the rest of it. That pretty much is what, where did Kaleisharis come from? The, uh, the vessels that they used in the base of migdash, the various cones, I don't know if you remember, they were they were not able to be placed down, but they had they, you know, to hold the blood and various things. How, how do we look at that? Do we look at it as um, a need of the Mizbeach, um, and therefore it comes from Kachir bl because it's structural, it's, really, it's like ancillary to the structure, or is it a Tzoruch of the Korban, because actually it helps you bring the Korban, and therefore it should come from Shumas HaLishka so that was what Rav Huna asked Rav, Rav says, it's Trumas HaLishka because it's carbon related so we asked a question from Gemara and, Direyam, and I mean, from the Pasuk and, and says that uh, the, the leftover money of Bet is they made Kalim out of it uh, so he says that's in Ksuvim. he didn't look at Nivim. Nivim says differently um and it was only uh, so so the question is it then it's contradictory. So Mars says no. If they collected for a bit of advice and there's leftovers, that's one thing. If there was no leftovers, that's a different thing. So why is the help if it's leftovers? Because there's this concept. If let's say they've collected phonetic advice they don't need it, They meaning they did all the repairs necessary and there's leftover funds. All right. So um what do they do with extra money? They they allocated it to a new thing. The person was him would put it where it's needed to the Shores. Um and I have a right to do that. Um, anyway, you don't get a refund. <laughs> that that doesn't happen. I don't know. Right? You pay the tolls for a bridge. Somehow that money never. It's like if they didn't spend it on the, uh, on the upkeep of the bridge, you, you're not getting it back. Okay. Um, similar. Okay. Anyway. Um, but uh, where well, is where is the money going is good question. So next thing we saw. So, uh, the klai has come from the Trumasalishka, halishka, uh, the school of Rabbi Shmuel's opinion, um, and a he says that's what, because it says it's shar it's a kesef and that's the Trumas halishka again. When you think about it. There's only a fixed amount of karbanos tibor that come every year. Everybody, based on the population, is giving a max tashkeel towards that. There's, by definition, going to be if it's a large amount, you know, large population, it's going to be well over the need for the karbanos tibor. So there's going to be it's a, by definition a case of shi'ishlo shirayim. So that's shumas halishka. So maybe it is over, So Gummer says no. The word ha the hey just like hey means automatically the first one. Uh, so it's HaKesav, it's Kesav Rishon. All right, next we've brought a question. It says that the Keturus and all the deeper come from the Tromsa Lishka. And Mizbech Ezov, the Levon and Klishares came from the Moser nisachim, left extras of the, of the libation, extra funds from libations. Okay, and uh, Mizbech Ola and Lishkas and Azara came from the Kachibet So that's the outer altar and the uh, which was actually not a click keli; it was actually structure um, attached to the ground, and the chambers and azaros, and uh, what was beyond the azara came from sherei Okay, so um, anyway, that was that. So it sounds very contradictory. So my answer is that it happens to be; it is a machlokas tanoim. Um, basically, we have on the one hand Rabbi Shmuel's opinion, who says that the extra truma. What they do with the truma salishka, the extra funds of truma salishka, they made the gold coating for the base kashia kedusha, and Rabbi, um, uh, that is, um, and then Rabbi Shmo says, "That's uh, just a Tanakh Rabbi Shmo says that the extra of the payros that people of, that they had would go for the upkeep of the mizbeach. We'll see what that is, and the extra truma. Went to klissharies, so he says truma saldishka paid for klissharies. That's Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Kiva says no, the extra truma went to upkeep of the mizbech. The extra nisachim went to the klissharies, and Rabbi Chananis Ganakonim said no, the extra libation la- went to the Kates of mizbech, the, uh, which means to keep the mizbech busy. Would you call it the dessert of the mizbech? Mm-hmm. That means I don't, I don't really, I don't know. I guess that's what the technical word kites means, but in our understanding, it's just to keep it. That it should have ongoing; that it shouldn't be idle, okay? Um, and Moser Truma went to Klisharis. The bottom line is: so we have uh, we have a uh, two uh, two against three, uh, two against one, saying that it was that the Moser Trumo the the Moser Truma went to Klisharis, but both Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi, and and uh, this Rebbe Chanina has kind of him. Uh, but they disagreed to the payers. What was the whole thing of the payers? So um, that goes to this idea that um, they had extra money from the trumas lishka. So what they do with it? So according to Rabbi uh, Yishmael, they would actually buy in bulk the things that are needed for the for the carbonos, like flour, the basics, flour, oil, and wine, and then they would sell it uh, for a profit. And the profit would be used to sustain the Mizbeach when it's the idle times. And that's what Rabbi Ishmael held. Um, And Rabbi Kiva disagreed with this whole thing. And he said that you can't make money with Hegdish money. It's not appropriate. Um, And also you're not allowed to make money with the poor person's money, what's collected for the poor. So the Gemara says, what's, why not use the Hagdish money for that?" So he says, "Because there's no uh, eniys but mashiras, meaning you can't." Um, um, it's in, in support up. you know, like it's like it's like implying that the basic English needs to go into the business of making money, and that's not it's like not be covered yet. and uh, why can't you use the poor person's money what's allocated to the poor? And uh, invest it to make more money. You'll, it's to give to the poor. The terez is when a poor merchant shows up and you don't have anything to give him. Then it's really not very good. So that's the story with that. All right, that's.